You are listening to Healing Arts with Dr. Shelley Care. Visit me online at www.pastlifelady.com. Connect with me on YouTube at Past Life Lady or on my Facebook fan page at Past Life Lady. The Healing Arts Program is not intended as a substitute for consultation with a licensed medical or mental health professional. The listener should regularly consult a physician or mental health professional in matters relating to his or her health, and particularly with respect to any symptoms that may require diagnosis or medical attention. This program provides content related to educational, medical, and psychological topics. As such, listening to the program implies your acceptance of this disclaimer. Hi friends, Dr. Shelley here. Guess what? You're not going to believe this. I have another book coming out from Llewellyn Worldwide. It will be out on December 8th and it's called Blast from the Past, Healing Spontaneous Past Life Memories. So earlier in the 2000s, I wrote a book series, which I have discussed on the Healing Arts Podcast about a phenomenon I call Supretravi, Spontaneous Past Life Memories. This is when we're trying to mind our own business And yet we're hit with this picture, thought, or feeling about something that happened to us in the past. This was happening to me all the time while I was traveling to other places. And what I found through my research is that I truly believe this happens to every single person alive. The book has some incredible endorsements from people like Coast to Coast's George Norrie and others. And it would mean the world to me if you will go out and pre-order my book so that you can have it before the holidays when it comes out on December 8th. So check out Blast from the Past, Healing Spontaneous Past Life Memories, now available in pre-order on Amazon.com. And thank you so much for your support. Namaste. Welcome to Healing Arts. I'm your host, Dr. Shelley Care. Hey, my dear friends. Welcome to another episode of Healing Arts. So we are on an amazing journey together, and I've got my friend Angela Wicks back on the show. Angela is a wonderful and amazing editor from Llewellyn Worldwide, and she's a multi-published author. She's got one of my favorite books, Llewellyn's Little Book of Unicorns, and her new one, which is another one of my new favorites, is called The Secret Psychic. It is so timely, and it's so um, resonant, and I think a lot of you are really going to love what she has to say. Angela, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me again. Oh, yeah. I was privileged to read your book early on before it came out. It will be coming out in January 2022. And so I'm very excited about that. It really spoke to me personally, because you're talking about the fact that a lot of us um, 
shy away from our intuitive gifts and we really don't even want to tell anyone about them. And so it's something that I could definitely relate to. And I was wondering if you could just share how this idea came about. It's obviously something that in my mind, uh, thousands and thousands of people can relate to. So tell us more. Yeah. Um, so I grew up as I would say the secret psychic, which is the title of the book. Um, very secretive about my interests in intuition and spirituality and just didn't feel like I could share it with other people without um, being judged or kind of put down or dismissed. So that's a lot of what this book gets into is how to explore that side of yourself if you feel like you can't share with other people. Um, and But the book itself was triggered by a discussion that I had with a friend of mine and this was years and years after I had just accept, totally accepted this side of myself and found a community that I could share with and really dove deep into um, my own subtle intuitive abilities and just embraced it all. And so this friend was going through this similar experience that I had gone through of where she was at the point where she finally was like, okay, this is a side of myself that I can't ignore anymore. I'm really passionate about it. I want to look at it and explore it more deeply. But she was butting up against um, all of the fear, the same types of fears and resistances that I had experienced as well. She had the same types of questions. And it was just a, a kind of going along on the journey alongside her and um, trying to answer the questions that I had had years and years and years ago um, and kind of being, being able to act as a mentor to her, which I was really glad to do. Um, but as she came to me one day and was asking all these questions, it just kind of triggered in my brain, like, God, if she is going through this, in the exact same way that I went through this like 20 years ago, there have to be so many more people that are experiencing this too and that could really benefit from this discussion and this insight and the practices and just the different types of exploration that we were going through in our discussions together. So that's really how it came about. Um, the trigger moment we were in a tea shop having this talk with like you know all these other people around us and we're like hush hush talking but it was just that light bulb moment of you know what this could really be a book that I think would help a lot of other people. I can definitely confirm that that's what I loved about it because um, you're such a great writer I feel like you're sitting next to me and kind of coaching me through all of this. And I think the readers are really going to sense that you are their mentor, whoever they are, because the questions you're asking and answering, they're, they're valid to everyone. What, tell us a few of the questions that you had years ago that you feel are more common to us all. Um, well, a big part of this whole experience is feeling like you are caught between two worlds. So, your internal spiritual nature and your internal experience of your intuitive and psychic abilities. It's all very internal. It's very high level. Um, and then the physical experience that we're all, you know, we're in this world and we're going through our day-to-day -day motions. So a big question was how to 
merge those two sides of ourselves so that we don't feel like we're dissociated and like living these two parallel lives, the secret side of ourselves that we can't share with other people. And it's this, you know, very private part of ourselves. And then our public persona where we kind of have to put on a facade. Um, and it's learning how to integrate both pieces of that so that we can feel like we're living authentically as ourselves and not playing pretend in the world. So that was one of the biggest questions was how to go about integrating those two, two pieces of ourselves. How do we even begin to do that is a huge part of the book. Absolutely. Well, I think I've um, thought about the fact through, I mean, let me back up here. When I, um, when I think about the issues that you're addressing in the book, I do work with some clients sometimes who have those issues. And that's one of the things that they want to uncover through past life regression, because there's this idea that maybe they were, you know, tortured in a past life or whatever. And so I think I've always believed that some of the fears of expressing who we really are comes from things that might've happened to us in past lives, because that's just kind of how I'm geared. Yeah. But I was wondering, have you ever thought of that? And what other reasons do you think that we have for not wanting to be fully who we are? I think that is definitely a piece of it. There's actually a story that I share in the book where I, yes, I get into your world a little bit. Um, so the first time that I ever experienced a past life regression was a spontaneous um, moment. I wasn't in a session for regression hypnotherapy or past lives or anything like that. I was actually at an expo in this public space with all of these people. And I was um, getting a mini healing session with one of my teachers because she was there offering sessions. And just spontaneously, I went into this memory of a past life where I was a healer. And, um, you know, this was before electricity, before plumbing. Like, I don't know the exact date, but it was way a long time ago. Um, I wasn't a doctor, but I was known in the community as like a healer of natural, you know, I worked with herbs and that kinds of thing. I also did energy work, but I didn't vocalize it to a lot of people, but you know, some people knew it was word of mouth. Um, and I ended up working on this, um, this man's son who was really sick and I did energy work without telling anyone about it but the boy talked to his parents about it afterwards and the dad got really mad and attacked me. And so in the spontaneous past life, I experienced that moment where I was being attacked by this guy. And just like, I came out of that, just like, what the heck just happened? But it really gave me insight into um, like, this is part of why I'm so afraid to talk about this side of myself and these interests. And, you know, part of my work um, up to this point in my life has been like learning about energy work and I offered it in spas and things like that um, publicly where I kind of worked through that fear that I had in a past life and kind of overcame that where I could be public about these interests and that type of thing. So I think, I think it can be a big part of a healing journey that we're working through past issues um, that are tied to the secret psychic side of ourselves, definitely. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I love that story. And, you know, of course I love spontaneous past life memories. I think they're happening to everybody, but I also, I'm a huge fan of Yogananda, which I think a lot of people read his books. He's got a book on, I have all of his little books. One of them's on fear. And he's talking about, he really does believe also that we're expressing a lot of our behavior is expressing um, who we were in past lives. And then of course we can go down the ancestral you know, avenue and realize that we may even be picking up on our ancestor spheres and you know, they had a lot to be concerned about. So, but don't you also think that it's also having to do, I think we're getting more open now, but the society in general, you know, as we were growing up again, much more open now, thanks to Llewellyn Worldwide and books Mm -hmm. like yours, but it's always been like, whoa, you're a woo woo, you know, get out of here. You're weird. And I think, don't you think we want to fit in or or what do you say to those? Yeah. Um, so I, I break down early on in the book, what, um, what might be holding us back from feeling like we, like the things that make us feel like we can't share and that we need to hide and it needs to remain secret. Like part of it is we don't want to be perceived as being crazy as though we're, um, you know, hearing voices or, um, you know, things that aren't real, that we might have mental issues. Um, We don't want to be seen as crazy. We don't want to be seen as like attention seekers. Like people might think that you're making things up for, to be dramatic and to get attention. Um, There's also issues where there've, you know, people have been punished for these types of things in the past, you know, witch burnings, even to that extent where we don't want to be punished or ostracized from our communities because um, uh, religious beliefs a lot of times come into play where people assume that you're working with the devil just when you're like naturally tuning into your own intuition, which is very natural for all of us. but there's all these different types of societal and ingrained beliefs that have been carried from generation to generation. And we see it in our movies and our TV shows, um, just all of this pop culture reference that we kind of get a slow drip of this fear where we might even not consciously know why we feel like we need to be secretive about it, but it's in our tissues almost. It's just like the slow drip that we've learned throughout our whole lives. So I kind of break down what those issues are so that we can understand them and then begin to move past them. The other thing I love, like I'm reading along, you're breaking down the issues and I'm going, wait a minute, I had that issue. I've had that (laughs) issue. I may even still have this issue. I mean, you're just taking us along and you've done such a great job of just uncovering all the things that um, are so deeply embedded in our subconscious that we may have not even bothered to tell anyone that we were feeling that way, but people mm-hmm. are, I'm sure of it. And so what do you think the benefit is of us opening to these things, embracing who we truly are? How can that benefit ourselves personally and let's say the society at large? Um, personally, I I feel like when you tune tune into yourselves and your own natural ability, you're coming into alignment with who you are. Um, you know, when we live outside of our natural alignment, that's when we 
find ourselves depressed, you know, kind of stuck in a rut, feeling like, you know, what's it worth? Why are we here? Uh, but when we kind of find our alignment and our living within that center of who we authentically are, like life comes alive and we find inspiration. We're inspired by our own abilities, by our connection to each other, by our connection to spirit and the environment. And, um, you know, we're invigorated. So a lot of it is just basically tuning ourselves to connection because that's a lot of what our intuitive and psychic abilities are about is just tuning to ourselves, tuning to spirit, tuning to the world at large. Um, and so we aren't so disconnected and kind of bogged down. I think that's one of the biggest benefits is just finding our true authenticity so that we connect with something bigger. Absolutely. I, I feel like, you know, we are supposed to, to be happy in this life despite mm -hmm. the challenges. And do you feel like, don't you feel like when we're happier than we're showing up, this is kind of how I think that we're, we're better people who are engaging with others and then maybe that helps others. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. It's a, uh, um, it's like, tuning forks or like the pendulums where once one goes into sync, the rest kind of, we influence each other for sure. Don't you think that when we're tapping into our intuition, like then we're able to fully express who we were meant to be here and our sole purpose. And so do we have, a, I guess I want to ask you your opinion. Do we have an obligation then to, to try to be who we really are, you know, while we're here, if we can? Um, well, I wouldn't put a should on it. Um, oh well yeah but I would say definitely um if we're paying attention that's naturally where we're gonna find ourselves um is tuning into our authentic self um I think it's a big part of the evolution if we're if we're trying to grow if we want to grow that's the direction that we're gonna be moving in um because it just, it, it connects us. And I think that's a big part of the purpose that we're here to connect because in our physical bodies, we're so like, this is my body, I'm isolated, I'm alone, I'm in here. But it's part of the journey of learning that, oh, actually we're all connected and we're all one and, um, you know, tuning into this authentic, intuitive side of ourselves reminds us of that. And speaking of inspiration, you are one of the most talented visual artists I've ever met. And so I wanted to ask you, is this some of your art that we're seeing behind yes. you? This is the artwork that um, actually appears on the cover. So this is the cover of the it's book. So beautiful. And, and this is the painting that actually um, ended up being used on the cover. And I talk about this painting in the book because it actually was a reflection um, of a vision that I had after, it was right after my sister died. I had this vision and I talk about that whole story in the book and um, how this painting came about. So it just kind of naturally unfolded <laughs> that uh, I didn't ask for this to be on the cover. They actually came to me and asked 
for some of my artwork that they could consider being used. And I gave them a whole slew of artwork and they chose this one. And after that, I was like, well, yeah, it had to have been this painting. Like, I don't know why I didn't just give this one of them, but it was just one of those, you know, meant to be. But um, yeah, that's something that I also get into the book a lot is this communication with our loved ones in spirit, with our spirit guides that we might even not know about, um, but connecting with those in spirit and learning to recognize the messages that they're sending us. Um, this vision was a new experience for me after my sister died, but she was someone in life who, um, she was the person that I could talk to about all of these things. Um, we both have had these interests since we were kids, even though we didn't talk to each other about it until we were actually in college, um, which is also something I talk about in the book of just like, this is how secretive we can be. Like we can be living with the person that could be our confidant in all of this, but we feel like we have to be so secretive that like me and her, we didn't know that that was the case until we were adults. <laughs> but um, once she passed away, because we had this such a strong connection, she's become my um, my closest connection in spirit. And she's usually the one that comes through to me and who I recognize most clearly. So I talk about all of that, of how to connect with people who have passed who you love or making connection with other types of spirits, learning how to recognize that communication when it comes through. And if you're having um, a hard time understanding what messages mean that are, that seem to be coming to you, how to kind of work through that and to inter interpret things. Really a beautiful story. And I love the fact that you gave them a bunch of art and then they picked that I one know. because I think that <laughs> makes it more valid. You're like, wait a minute, you can't make this stuff up. I know. know, I know. Yeah, it's so wonderful. Yeah, our guides and angels um, definitely do hit us over the head a few times, I guess, to get our attention. It was one way. of those things too. Um, my sister always said that we were going to write a book together one day and that my artwork was going to be a part of it. Like she said this in life. And I know, so it took, like when I was writing the book, I could feel her there through the whole thing. Um, like it was really an overwhelming experience to try to write this book because there was so much. And um, you know how writing is, where you have an idea and it's like, oh, okay, I can do this. But then once you're in it, it's like, how am I going to do this? Yes, I've definitely had that feeling. Yes. yes. So I could feel her with me. And then um, this cover came about and I remembered that she had, she had said this multiple times um, that my, we were going to do, we were going to write a book together and my art was going to be a part of it. And it was just like, oh my God, I just had this moment where I froze and it was like, oh yeah, thanks, Amy. <laughs> yes. It's amazing. I mean, and it's a fantastic book. Friends, I cannot recommend this enough. I promise you that the things Angela talks about, they're things I still think about. Maybe I didn't even tell you about these friends because all of us have had these feelings and she's going to go with you and hold your hand and help you overcome these things. And you have a lot of wonderful exercises in the book as well. Tell us about some of your, maybe one or two like favorite exercises that you think would really help to open up 
people to their psychic selves? Yeah. So, um, the first one that I talk about, I believe it's the first one in the book is learning to tune in. So this is a first step. A first, first step is learning how to be still and to quiet. So meditation is a beginning point of learning how to quiet, but tuning in, I would say is definitely a beginning point where you're learning how to feel your own energy. And in this practice, I'm teaching people how to learn what their sign for yes and no is so that you can learn how to, from there at any point when you have a question or if you're getting a message, you're not sure if you're interpreting it correctly, you can tune in, ask spirit your question, a yes or no question, and then either visualize your yes or your no, or hear it or sense it in some way. So tuning in for your yes or no is definitely a grounding point for for practice in the book. Um, Another favorite one would be something that I learned from Sherry Dillard, who is one of the mentors that I bring up in the book. She, I was going through this phase of having a lot of break-in psychic moments. And this is something that I get into a lot in the book that I haven't seen in other books where I talk a lot about these moments where like, for example, I was at a register in the store getting ready to check out. And I heard a full sentence that the cashier thought in her head before the moment that she said it. So I heard it and then she immediately spoke it. And I was just like shocked. Like she has to know that I just heard this, right? So I was getting a lot of those types of things um, where I would have these psychic moments and they would kind of throw me off because it was just randomly throughout my days where they were just breaking in. So Sherry shared this exercise where, and I call it um, taking down your voicemails. So when we're so overloaded with these psychic messages that we aren't taking time to listen to, it's kind of like the, the voicemail tape fills up and we start to get these breakthrough messages just so that we get some of them. <laughs> so it's taking a conscious effort to sit down tune in, ask for whatever messages might be waiting for you, and then jotting them down. And this could be a nightly exercise, or maybe you do it once a week, um, where you're just taking a moment so that your, um, your own intuition learns that there are appropriate moments for it to download this information for you so that it becomes less of a thing where it's just sporadic and random, but it becomes a more intentional, intentionally focused practice. So that's another good, good foundational practice. Because yeah, it could be either bombarding you and overwhelming you, or like you said, it's too sporadic. So I really love that exercise too. It's awesome, complete awesome. So tell us when is the book coming out? It's coming out in January. What is the date of your book release? it's January 8th okay great and how can readers get a hold of you we'll have the links of course below but tell us your website and also I think you had a another thing you wanted to tell us about yes so my website is www.angelaann.wix 
forward slash or dot wix dot com forward slash arts. So it's Angela Ann A N N dot wix W I X. And I think you've got a special offer for readers, and we're going to have a link on that. So tell us about the special for your book. So with a code that I will provide in the link, um, you can get 10% off on pre-orders of the book. So if you order before January 8th, you'll be able to get 10% off on the book. And then also with pre-orders, I also have a bonus package that I am sending out. So after you pre-order, if you go to my website, you'll see right on the homepage where to go to enter your information showing that you ordered the book. And then I will send you a bonus package and it includes a bunch of different things from myself and then also contributors who um, are in the book. They're different professional intuitives and psychics who I interviewed in the second part of the book. They offer a lot of really great wisdom. And so we all came together and put together this bonus package with like discounts to classes and different recordings, um, different uh, PDF materials to get you started out on your own journey. There's information on key psychics who kind of have helped lay the groundwork for all this material. So really great information in there too. And you can find all that on my website. Excellent. Yeah, it's really, um... It's important for authors, friends, when you can pre-order our books, we really appreciate it. And so, you know, Angela's doing something that I've done in the past as well, because we do appreciate when you do that. And so we want to give you more. So I'm going to have the links below. And I, I really cannot recommend your book enough. I absolutely love it. I think it's going to touch a lot of people. And Angela, it's just been a joy to connect with you again on the show. Thank you so much for having me here. <laughs> All right. So friends, check out Angela's new book, and she's got more coming uh, in the future that we will also be having her back on the show in the future to discuss. So I hope all of you have a blessed day. Please embrace your inner psychic and let Angela be your mentor in doing so. And I'll see you next time on the next episode of Healing Arts. Did you know that scientists now say that up to 50% of your personality is carried over through your DNA? I know, right? It's shocking, but apparently it's true. And that's the reason why you will love my book, Heal Your Ancestors to Heal Your Life. Through the book, you can take guided journeys into the past and discover places where your ancestors need healing, you can send loving kindness, grace, and healing light to your ancestors and experience the ripple effects as that wonderful energy travels through time and affects all people in your family tree. So check out my book, Heal Your Ancestors to Heal Your Life from Llewellyn Worldwide. You've been listening to Healing Arts with Dr. Shelley Care. Visit me online at pastlifelady.com or on YouTube at Past Life Lady or connect with me on Facebook at Past Life Lady. <music>